Okay, we're live. Pancreation Philosophy, episode 54. I'm your host, Pocholo Cruz, and with me today is my guest, uh, Zach. Zach Winstrom. I used to uh, train with Pocholo. Yes. Back in the day at AMC. I haven't trained for a long time, but uh, Pocholo was one of my best friends there. Oh, yes, definitely. And uh, we always had a lot of fun. And uh, he said, "Come, I'd like you to come do the podcast. And, and I said, now you're here. Right. And I said, me? <laughs> you know, well, you heard I the last was, one. Uh, so, I mean, I will, I will, I will interview anybody. All right. <laughs> so while I was yeah. listening to the last one, because of the story of Pacholo eating two burritos, <laughs> but it's only one burrito for, yeah. to make, like, the fact checking. Yeah, fa- fact checking. I mean, I did, yeah. I did eat two burritos at the time, but I ate them one at a time. Uh, I, while I was thinking, uh, listening to that in my car, I thought of this: Pocholo Cruz, the man who chooses the foods that teach you how to bruise. <laughs> that teach you how to bruise. He chooses the foods that teach you how to bruise. Chooses the foods that teach you how to bruise. Or he choose, chooses the foods to teach you how to bruise. In this case, it was a, it was a burrito. Yeah, a burrito yeah. or a a burrito for your bruisito. But yeah. Yes, um, a burrito for your bruised ego. ego. Yes. <laughs> Man, we get, <laughs> I set up a burrito shop. Pocholo's burritos for yeah. the bruised ego. Yeah, it's bruised ego burritos. <laughs> yeah, bruised ego burritos. Yeah, that actually, that has, that has a, a good free black to. eye with every purchase. <laughs> <laughs> you've heard, you've heard of knuckle sandwiches. Yeah, how about bruised burritos? Yes. <laughs> You're bruising for a burrito. Ah, uh, but yes, well. Thanks for joining the show, Zach. My pleasure. Yeah. Well, so let's get started. Sure. Uh, how did um, yeah. So how did you get started in training? Like, what? How did you find out about? I guess martial art or what made you want to train? Yeah. Martial arts. Um, I had a friend growing up, uh, Chris, who's like uh, six foot three or something. Okay. And he's kind of like looks Brazilian. <laughs> looks Brazilian-ish. Okay. I think he's like Russian descent though, but he's like oh, kind of a little but dark. He's one of those tanned Russians? Yeah. Okay. He's a tanned Russian. Okay. And, black Russians, um, I think they call them. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Like I swear, like this guy, yeah, I'm a black Russian. I'm like, you're barely, you're, oh, I you know, bet I'm, he thinks he's a black Russian. Yeah. Well, he essentially is because most Russians I see are pale. Yeah. <laughs> he, uh, so he trained with Mauricio uh, what's his name? Mauricio? Maurice, not Mauricio. Maurice Smith. Maurice Smith, okay, famous yeah. kickboxer in the area. Yeah, yeah. Uh, back in Bellevue, when I was, we were both in high school, so okay. I graduated 2002. Okay. So he probably trained like 2000 to 2002. Okay. And so. it's like the first MMA that, I wasn't, I didn't even know what MMA was at that point. Yeah, but you, that you were kind of exposed to, like. Yeah, I was exposed to it through him. Okay. And, uh, I always thought, I mean, and he was like, became, and then he got into uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Okay. And at some point, he just started telling me that he felt like extremely tough and like he could dismantle <laughs> anyone he met. Uh, okay. But also told, he told me like about Maurice Smith's gym. Maurice Smith told them if anybody used what he taught them outside the gym, they had to go one-on-one with him in the ring. Oh, damn. Yeah. And he was like, and you don't want to do you that. You don't want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to do that. So he didn't. Yeah. Uh, but I always thought that was really cool, and then I got back, and I always wanted to do it, but, like, my parents were not into it. Yeah. And then after college, me, him, and two other friends from high school lived in a house, and I was like, Chris, you gotta teach me your magic, yeah, you gotta yeah. teach this, me this magic your skills. Yeah. And he was like, uh, 
Marie, uh, Maurice told us that the two places you want to go because he closed a gym were either yeah. AMC or Ivan Salisbury's gym. Yeah. And AMC was close to us. And then, so Chris is like, let's go. And he he trained me a little bit at home, like beforehand. Okay. We went to some open mat and he trained me a little bit. And then he went to me with me to like two classes and then he quit. And then he quit. He just abandoned okay. me. <laughs> He's left you there. It's yeah. like, all right, we're here. All right, I'm yeah. out. Okay. Then I found out that he, I don't know if I even would have started if he told me that he had this insane Brazilian jiu-jitsu injury oh, where God. he was just normal class rolling and hit the instructor wasn't paying attention to where he was yeah. and did like a big windmilling heel kick to oh. his temple oh, damn. and his eye popped out of his socket. Holy shit. And he was like, yeah. it was extremely traumatizing. And like, he's like, you know, I looked in the mirror and my vision was all weird. Yeah. And I guess he went to the hospital and it went back in somehow. Yeah. And because he had both eyes. Because he has both eyes. Yeah. Uh, and his vision's fine, but he says he gets weird nerve... Holy shit. Uh, tingles and yeah. pains on one side of his face. And what did you find this out? After I'd stopped. After you had stopped. Okay, good. I think so I sent if you him... had learned this, like, coming in. Oh, you're like... we were watching an anime called Berserk. Oh, Berserk. Okay. And so the first episode, I think, of Berserk, he's battling this guy. Guts is battling this guy. Big fat guy in a big suit of oh, armor. Yeah. And, yeah. and I think, like... Maybe it's that guy, but maybe it's someone else. But somebody's head gets crushed and their eyes come out of their socket. Yeah, their eyes burst out of their socket. And then Chris is just like, oh, that reminds me of what happened to me. And I'm like, what (laughs) the hell are you talking about? Yeah, just casually. What do you mean? It's like, oh, my eye came out of my socket. I was like, so you, okay, you got to tell me then. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, you can't just casually drop. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, I asked him, like, well, what did the instructor do? Because I would, like, did he stop teaching? And he's like, no. He said he was, he felt bad and he probably should have paid more attention to safety. That's it. <laughs> he probably should have like, paid more attention to safety. He should stop teaching. <laughs> As he knocks your eye out of yeah, the socket. Yeah. You know, like where your eye's supposed to be. And not definitely, <laughs> just probably. <laughs> you know? You know what? Looking Let's not back, speak concretely. Maybe. maybe whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Why do we need to get absolute here? Yeah. I mean, maybe I might have been in the wrong. Everything's flying your eyes back in the hole, the <laughs> yeah. socket. Well, yeah. Come yeah, come on. No harm, no foul. Don't be a pussy. <laughs> Okay, so wow. Who among us hasn't had our eyes take a little trip yeah. outside yeah. of our head once in a while? Yeah. Um, <laughs> have you really lived? <laughs> have you lived your whole life with both your eyes in your socket? Yeah. yeah. So that was scary. I can't imagine that happening. Okay. And just. But that probably led to him, I guess, quite yeah. yeah. So that then made you a, a lot more sense yeah. to me, him being like, you know, he's yeah. not super interested anymore. Yeah. Because yeah. he trained all through college too. Okay. He was like he went to Western Washington and he did Brazilian Jiu Jitsu club. Yeah, the whole four years and something like Northwest Grappling Association or something yeah. like that. So he was he was involved in it. Yeah, yeah, and he really loved, I think he loved grappling more than striking. Okay, he liked kickbox. He never did. I don't think he ever got that much boxing experience because okay. he was immediately into kickboxing yeah. with Marie Smith more. and. I remember we went to orientation with uh, Danny, with Daniel Eng. Yeah, yeah. And Chris was in a, uh, he was in like a kickboxing stance where his weight was all on his back foot. Yeah. And Danny was like, no, 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 no. But 
I mean, that was super led, little, a little thing for Danny to correct. Because I remember when I went to orientation, Danny said, line up. And I think yeah. I lined up behind Chris. Yeah. And Danny didn't say anything. He just looked at me. Yeah. And then he looked at like the other people that were in the line. And then I just moved. Yeah. And I was just like, sorry. Yeah. Like, what? First lesson. He said, line up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm lying. Yeah. There are two, there's two different ways to line. I picked the wrong line. Yeah. Like, sorry, Danny. Whatever. 50-50 chance. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? Are you supposed to read his mind yeah. and know where to line up? Uh, okay. Exactly. Yeah. Thank you for saying that. Yes, it wasn't yeah. my fault. Oh, no, I've clear. seen weirder things. I've seen people line up, and people have just given like, like I've seen the wide like they go outside the door to the gym and line up. <laughs> yeah. I was like, no. Not... <laughs> Are they getting the horse dance? Like, oh, all right, yeah. here we go. I was like, no. No, yeah. Stop. Just yeah. Now ride that why, horse out of here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's why I don't even say that. Like something general, I'm like. All right, this is what I want you to do Yeah. right here. Next time you see a horse stance, you need to say, I hope you brought your coconuts. Yeah. And if they say what, and you say, you need two coconuts to bang together. Yeah. So it's, <laughs> you're like, what? You go, yeah. You're like, get out. Get out. <laughs> yeah. How about you take that old town road yeah. and get out of here? Oh, man. Okay, so... <laughs> All right, so you're at you're at the place. Your friend abandons you in two days. You apparently mess up orientation. It's like okay, what can? How else was your was your beginning time at AMC that you remember? Well, I think uh, I liked the grappling yeah class better. Like I thought it was more like a family. The grappling class people yeah. were more regular. And that was the end of the day, so people could stay after. Yeah. And um, there's a lot more, like, the drilling is different, and you're always sparring, rolling. Yeah. You know? And, uh, yeah, I felt more comfortable there, I think. And it's fun. Like, the I'd never... Like, I remember the first time Chris... He was just teaching me, I think, like, the different positions. Just, yeah. Just mount, side control, guard. Uh, guard. Yeah. And guard in particular, he's like, get my guard. And I, like, start giggling. Yeah. And he's like, he'll, he's like, you'll get over it. You'll get over it. You know, and now, yeah. I, I, that's something I would say to someone else. Like, yeah, yeah it's, it's nothing. Yeah. But it's like, I'd never done wrestling, so I never had that, like, physical contact. Yeah. But then after I got used to it, it was actually really fun. Like, it felt like that produced a lot of friendship and camaraderie, just being that close and, like, to someone. And then boxing was more... You're drilling almost like dancing. You know, you're drilling, like, forms, like martial arts. Yeah. Because, you know, I'm just taking basic boxing at first. It's a lot lot more visual. Yeah. Whereas grappling is a lot more tactile, is my feel, like, from there. And, yeah, so I think... I really let you, you know, start rolling and you feel like you're getting a great workout and you can start being creative pretty yeah. quickly. Yeah. Um, the boxing, because Trevor was teaching the boxing, I mean, of course yeah. it was amazing. Yeah. Um, and, but it just, t- I think the boxing took longer. But, you know, it's really fun to punch things. So. Yeah. No, it is. It's fun, <laughs> it's fun hitting, hitting, hitting things is fun. Yeah. Yeah. I loved Trevor and the way Trevor describes things is amazing like one thing i always remember from his when he was teaching advanced boxing was he was like 
I don't know if you remember this. He probably did it multiple times, but he's like, we have motifs in boxing. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Like we have yeah. motifs in music. Yeah. And he's like, dun 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 dun. That's a that's a repeated theme in music. Yeah. And we have repeated themes in boxing. Yeah. And this one he said is um, my theory of movement in boxing, which is you have three directions. You have uh, toward your opponent and away from your opponent, circling left and right and up and down. And in those three movement, in those three kind of axes, yeah. in three dimensions, he said you want to vary your movement as much as possible at all times. Mm. Yeah. And I was thinking last night, uh, like, because I was thinking, oh, what am I going to say tomorrow? Yeah. So I was thinking about this, and I was like, uh, kind of would make sense to me to imagine like a cylinder or a disc like this, okay. and then inside is the cylinder is another cylinder that's like your opponent yeah within He's that making hand motions right now right yeah. so, and so in that's that space that cylinder around your opponent that's the space you have to, to work with yeah. to move it's like an ellipse yeah from there and so wherever that's that cylinder moves that's where you always if you're moving forward you're always moving towards the center of that cylinder mm -hmm. and then you can move up and down and left and right and at a diagonal and everything and yeah, I thought that was such a cool explanation because it lets you, gives you a context in order to be like creative with. Yeah. So Trevor was amazing, and he's always super serious. Yeah. Though, which is, I don't know. I don't uh, know why well, he had to be that. Way. Yeah. No, no that's the, yeah. I was like, I, I, no, I would enjoy like the technique, but it always seems like I like a robot was teaching me. Yeah. 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 But yeah. Yeah, so a robot, though, that had become sentient. Yes. But it was, like, trying to be human, kind of. <laughs> Laugh. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be, like, Come trying on. to smile. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, I don't get, I don't get the humor. I don't understand. What is humor? <laughs> uh, yeah. The other thing I remember, and this also has helped me just everything. Weightlifting, physical therapy. Yeah. Uh, is something da and I thought Danny so I'm talking about Coach Dynamo yeah Daniel the Dynamo uh, <laughs> I thought he he's also one of the coolest instructors his kickboxing was so cool <laughs> and he, him coming from this traditional martial arts yeah, background from, from Wing Chun I believe yeah. really Wing Chun yeah, yeah. Um, I actually I asked him on Facebook once yeah because my therapist had me... He gave me a couple quotes from the Tao Te Ching, I think it's called, which is the Taoist like rightist. Yeah, or, no, yeah. my therapist, my mental therapist. Oh, your mental therapist? I have a mental and physical therapist. Okay. Yeah. And so he was giving me some quotes from it. Yeah. And I read some more of it, and there was one, one part of it It says, like, the softest thing in the universe overcomes the hardest thing in the universe, because that which has no form can fit where there is no room. Huh. And I loved that just from kind of a mental, emotional standpoint. But I w it also felt like there was some physical, kind of like Bruce Lee, the water yeah, kind of the metaphor. Wa the water flowing and crashing. And I asked Danny if there was applications for martial arts, and he said yes. Yeah. And he said Wing Chun was like the Taoist, the like, monk's message to the people or something. Huh, interesting. That he said yeah. that, like, Wing Chun came from 
um, like Taoist teachings or something. Got it. So it's like it's almost a physical application. Yeah. Of that, of that theory. Yeah. Essentially, okay. both like a, a mental, emotional theory and yeah. a physical theory. Physical theory. Which I thought it was super cool. But yeah, the thing Danny said was um, just training and kickboxing, trying to just get the kick, just trying to get the power of the kick. And he just said, try to produce the maximum amount of power with the minimum amount of effort. Yeah. And that is so cool. You tell people that and they don't understand. But like it just basically means like use physics to your advantage. Yeah. Where are you losing force? Yeah. How can you more... How can you improve your skill so that it's more easy to get the same amount of force, you yeah. know? The economy of movement there. Yeah. Yeah. And I thought that's so, that was so cool. So, yeah, I really, you know, I value a lot of things I learned. I have to say, Matt, he, I took like just a couple classes from him. Yeah. And... He seemed very, like, his, the teachings were very good, but he never, I, I don't have any similar kind of, like, uh, saying or, like, learning that I could say specifically for Matt. Yeah. And actually, my most clear memory of him is there were some people from, like, Japanese TV. Yeah. And they were, oh, like, camping yeah, out in the, the locker yeah, room. Yes. And yeah. they're in the locker room. Yeah. And it's the changing of classes. And yeah. everybody, everybody has... Yeah. No, everybody yeah. does go in and yeah. get their equipment because you have to. Yeah. And he's sitting there and he's like, guys, I'm doing a TV show here. Could you mind not getting in the way? Yeah. And I'm just like... What the fuck? Yeah. Like, this is your gym. Yeah. And this is your locker room. You Don't you know how it works? <laughs> like... Yeah. <laughs> you, you guys, guys, guys. Wait, 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 guys, I'll do it here. <laughs> yeah. Get out. Right. Yeah. And it's like, what are we supposed to do? Go back to the next instructor? And he's like, where are your gloves or whatever? And, yeah. I, and it's like, Matt told me I couldn't get them. Yeah. And he's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess... We're yeah. Gonna... So I was just like, I don't know. But I think also that nobody's perfect. Everybody is going to do something that's not ideal. Yeah. And so I don't think, like, Matt's a bad person because he did that. Yeah. I just mean... That, like, that was just, like, one memory that <laughs> stuck was just one And memory. that was the one memory that <laughs> yeah. stuck out to you? Yeah. That yeah. was just, like, yeah. I guess the most impact you'd ever had. <laughs> <laughs> because you didn't take that many classrooms. So, like, that's yeah. your most impactful yeah, memory. You have all these impact. kinds of memories of, like... <laughs> Yeah. There's some great sayings of Kirby Trevor. Yeah. And then, oh, yeah, the Dallas like yeah. Matt, yeah, he told me to get out of the locker room. <laughs> he was filming a TV show in the locker room and wouldn't let people leave the locker room or use the locker room. And it was like this, oh, God, it was uh, whatever they call it, a dilemma or like a... Yeah. Uh, Got a conundrum there. Yes, it was a conundrum. I, yeah. <laughs> I need my gloves, but I can't go to the locker room. It was an room. impasse, yeah. yeah. He, yeah. he won, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. But I also, like, it was confusing because I was like, you, I bet you knew this was going to happen. Did you plan on this? Did you do it anyway? Is this cool? Like, is this cool? Yeah. Do you want it to be on film? You saying for your students, like, not to come or something? I don't know. It just made no sense to me. (laughs) Oh, that's just funny. That's your most impactful memory. Yeah. But, oh, okay. Yeah, he just wasn't, um, Part, I, I never got to know him as all. Yeah. Yeah. As well as you had to know, like, the other Like, I took there. private lessons from Trevor, and Danny took a lot of lessons from him, and he was... 
he's really cool. And uh, yeah, everyone I took like you know got to know Greg. Oh yeah, Greg. A lot. Yeah. <laughs> Greg's That's very a... funny. Yes. Yeah. Greg's still there. <laughs> I'm just surprised that Greg is now doing his like pro wrestling. The pro wrestling. Yeah. Because like when I was taking from him, he was like, "My wife doesn't want me to like fight anymore yeah. or train anymore." So and he's like, "Don't just tell so her you I'm do here. this more dangerous thing." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I know. But I think it's, I don't know. I guess that's just maybe, it means that's part of his, like, identity. Like, he just can't not do it no matter what. Yeah, like, he just wants, it's, part of him just wants to be yeah. in there. Yeah. Maybe whatever injury he had, I thought it was, like, a hernia. Oh, I, th- I think so. it was, like, a stomach hernia. Yeah. Uh, that maybe it's been long enough that also maybe it's safer. True. I think also kind of fighting kind of stressed him out. Like more, like more, more so, like the idea of fighting also. Not, yeah. Not, not just. I mean, the physical takes its toll anyway. But you think yeah. the uh, the pro wrestling is easier or like I, it's I safer? So. Not easier. You think it's safer? I don't, I, don't, I don't think it's quite. I think it's harder. Really. Yeah. But I think maybe just the. Um, maybe just like the, not that it can't be unpredictable. Yeah. But it's more. You know. It's. I don't even think it's like more controlled, but I think just the set like it's less of an incentive to win. It's mm-hmm. like less of like a pressure to win. Uh, I think that I think that might because I remember fun. Yeah, because yeah. I remember I remember like that kind of got was was one of the big things when he was talking about competition that like he he would like ride roller coasters in his mind because of that. Oh yeah. yeah. So I think I think that's probably one one and that kind of manifests itself you know physically as well. Yeah. That kind, that, that amount of anxiety. Yeah. But yeah, and then yeah, there's Greg, and then who else? Do you remember? Uh, oh, Rowan. Remember Rowan? Yeah. You know Rowan's a professional fighter now. No way. She's a professional she fighter doing? in Korea. She's three and oh. She's she, a, she in got, Korea. In Korea, yeah. Is she like? Te- what was she doing she, in Korea? She's a teacher. Okay. Yeah, so she's like Korean Rich Franklin right now. Yeah. Yeah, she's like a teacher <laughs> during the day, and then like a bad, then a fighter on the weekends. But yeah. she's probably doing that English teaching abroad or like teaching english i'm a i can speak english and then there's opportunities over there yeah yeah well she's know? been doing that for a while like i can't remember when she did move but she she was in japan for a little bit teaching english and then she moved to korea still teaching english and then december well you can listen to it in the podcast yeah but i did an interview with her you interviewed rowan yeah i believe it's episode 43 if i Rowan was my favorite one yeah. of my favorites she was like one yeah. of my heroes yeah because she was so nice yeah. And but a woman and like super tough, like yeah. super tough and like yeah. the only woman for a long time. Yeah, and super tough always kicked my ass yeah. and never did it by like muscling me around. No, yeah. Um, and like, she, if I remember correctly, she taught middle school wrestling boys. Yeah, middle school she, wrestling. Yes, and I was like, Jesus, how do you do that? Yeah, no, she's just amazing. Yeah. No, no, yeah, R- R- Rowan's great. And I, oh, and I'm interviewing her again. I plan on interviewing her again this Saturday. So when I interviewed her, like, is it back like in, over Skype or something? Yeah, over Skype. Okay, cool. Yeah, but um, yeah, because she's yeah, she's in Korea. But yeah, because when I interviewed her last time, she only had one fight, mm-hmm. and that was like that was a month ago. I want to say, oh no, maybe like two months ago. Let's see. Yes, it is episode forty-three. So I, I uh, let's see, I went. Let's see what when when was that? But anyway, it wasn't. It's 
she had like one fight in December. Yeah. And then and then she won, but re- she had like two fights since then. So like in this new year, and then she and these are professional fights. Professional, yeah. Damn. So yeah. she's making money doing it. No, but okay. See, that's the thing. Uh-oh. She can't as. Because she, okay. Yeah, because she's a school. Oh yeah, because you taught in Japan, didn't you? I did teach in Japan. Yeah, but yeah. anyway, apparently there, there's this thing. In it's like Korea. you have a well yeah. from Japan. I had a visa to do this specific job, not yeah. any job. Not yeah, I yeah. Think. yeah. I think. I well, know, well, I think. I think. I'm not sure if it's like a visa thing for her, but I think it's just like as a government worker, she yeah. can't make like an extra income, so she donates all her fight winnings to like a charity. I'm like, what the fuck, bro? She's the, she's like, bro, are you, a, are you a movie character? Yeah. What are you? She is a movie. Yeah. 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 She's, I don't know. She's like Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins <laughs> yeah. is she's, a fighter. She's Mary Poppins if Mary Poppins <laughs> kicked ass. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I be, okay, I was so... Yeah. How I, So how did she win her fights? Do you know? Was it I, submission, I think, well, striking? For, I think she points? won her last fight by submission, but mainly yeah. she's, you know, still got her wrestling and then, yeah, wrestling and grappling. Yeah. And just... Points probably by control and wrestling. Yeah, points by control. I think her last fight, I want to say, was by submission. Honestly, I haven't gotten a lot. I guess I should watch this as I'm interviewing her. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, um, yeah, her first fight, she won by out grappling. And then nice. I, I figured her other two fights, just still using her, just out, you know, her superior grappling. Yeah. yeah. I mean, she was a good grappler. I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying she's a good grappler for a girl. She was a good grappler, period. Like, it, it, the, w- w- gender didn't matter. Yeah, like she there. was great. Yeah. So my other thing I want to know is, does she have a fight name? What is it? Oh, I don't think she does. We okay, can call it Mary, Mary Poppins Pilger. <laughs> well, and her last name's Pilger. Pilger? Mary, yeah. Re- Rowan Mary Poppins Pilger. Yes. Rowan, if you're listening, James. Rowan Mary Poppins. <laughs> she pops off. Pilger. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> just in Korea. Yes. How do you uh. feel about fighting Mary Poppins? I'm scared. I'm scared. <laughs> She's got pop power. Yeah. Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Yes. Oh man. <laughs> I wonder if there's like a Mary Poppins equivalent character in Korea. <laughs> Korean Mary Poppins. Korean Mary Poppins. No, because, you know, if she calls it Mary Poppins, it's just lost upon Korean culture. Yeah. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I if I think if you think about the Mary Poppins anywhere else, and you think, here's Mary Poppins, she arrives on a flying oh, yeah, on an umbrella. Yeah. You don't know who she is, but you, you land, and then she's like, hey, I'm your new nanny. Yeah. Things are magical, but, like, your parents never see it. Yeah. And, like, it's insane. Actually, the new Mary Poppins movie I saw is actually pretty good. Okay. I, Even I, though I, it has singing and, and dancing in it, yeah. it's good. Okay. But if you think about how trippy Mary Poppins really is... As a character? Yeah. yeah. Like, and that's then, a ridiculous <laughs> notion. Yeah, like, what you... If you said, like, how many drugs are you on? Yeah. So... I know. I would love to... I'm, I guess what I'm saying is I would love to see Mary Poppins in any other culture. <laughs> yeah. It'd be amazing. Yeah. <laughs> if there is a... Actually, yeah. now that you say that, if there is a Creed equivalent, that yeah. is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just... It could be great. Yeah. But yeah, no. Yeah, Rowan took her first fight on like a week's notice. They're like... Her her her, her coach was like, hey, you want to fight? Yeah, I guess I could fight. No, I mean like, you want to fight... Like professionally. Professionally. Like, oh, you think I'm ready? Yeah, hey, I think you're ready. And like, oh, when's the fight? Six days. And then like, wait, what? (laughs) And then, yeah. So is that hard because 
she doesn't have time to do a weight cut or... Yeah, well, for that one, because they know it was such short, short notice, yeah. they, it was like an agreed-upon catch weight. So her last two fights, she's had to, you know, yeah. she's, she's, it's been more... Yeah, she she made a weight and had not asked for work off because you know yeah. she the school she has oh, to right. weigh in on Friday. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, can't be teaching behind her like all right. Glad. <laughs> so do you think the the person she was fighting they'd been doing a training camp focused on fighting for you know however long weeks. Yeah. So that was an advantage. It might have been an advantage, but I mean yeah. it didn't help. Her. Right. <laughs> Literally. Exactly. Yeah. So that means her yeah. win is even better. Yeah. That makes me really happy that yeah, that's what where, what she's up to. Yeah, no, I was like, she needs to come back and rock <laughs> the UFC or one or something. Yeah, keep keep at it, Ron. We we're we're big fans. We're your big yeah, English speaking fans. Yeah, I yeah I would I would be a super fan for you. I'd like paint yeah. my face whatever you want. <laughs> I had very pop. I would wear pop. a skirt, have an umbrella. <laughs> With your name on it, that I I don't know. <laughs> Rob's like, you know, I don't. Yeah, do don't do it. She's like, <laughs> she's like you know what? I'm and I'll good. be like, I'm here for Rowan. Yeah. And you're like, oh. Uh. <laughs> Rowan, Rowan's like, you know, three fights is good. I think three fights. Yeah. You know, I. I well, how do you how do you like fighting, Rowan? It's great, but I'm not really liking my fans. They're kind of strange. Yeah, they're kind of strange. I think I think I'm getting yeah. yeah. I don't like that part. Fans, yeah. just stop it. Yeah, just, yeah. I mean, the whole, you know, getting into another cage and that person trying to beat me up, that's fine. Yeah. But just these weird people. Yeah. Deal breaker. Deal breaker. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. not working for me, man. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, man. We just had, there was a colorful cast of, like, training partners, for sure. That, yeah. That, for that her? We had. No, no, no. That he had, it like, an AMC. Oh, so, yeah. It's just, I mean, it's, it's just the nature of it. Like, there's... It's not really a place for regular people. That's what yeah. uh, my friend Dave, you know, Big Dave. Yeah, Dave Knackle. Dave Knackle. Yeah. Uh, he would. That's exactly what he said. That MMA is like fighting is yeah. not a yeah. sport or an activity that attracts the most like normal, stable people. Yes. So I would. No, like, Dave is right <laughs> on the nose on yeah. that. <laughs> what does that say about us? But yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I mean. I guess it doesn't have to be. No, it doesn't have to be. Yeah. I'd say one thing I've gotten out of the mixed martial arts and, and martial arts training is that, like, it's super easy to see how badly uh, TV and movies are faking fighting and when yes. they're not squeezing at all. Yeah. And it's just bullshit. Yeah. Like, no. your arms aren't even tense. Yeah, it, 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 takes terrible. The, it takes the veil of, like, oh... Yeah, every every movie fight gets ruined when you're like, wait, that's not how you actually... That cho- you're not yeah. choking them correctly, yeah. that's not going to work. That's not how you actually punch yeah. somebody. Like, you <laughs> yeah. know, like, bah, ah, and then they fall, it's like, no, when you hit yeah. somebody. Always yeah. judging people. Yeah. Always judging movie fights. Yeah. But I think that's good, and, I mean, that's one thing I wanted was to know what real fighting was like. What real fighting, yeah. You yeah. see in movies, and you like, you know, blood sport kickboxer I grew up yeah. watching and you want to know real skills that are real life practical skills and you know it can be a scientific exploration you know of that um, you just want to disillusion yourself you know you want to know what what it's all about you know yeah. uh, I you know definitely was afraid of getting in like a physical altercation. Yeah. 
because it's all unknown, like, I don't know what works and There's what doesn't. There's so many really. variables. Yeah. yeah. And I don't want to just jump into something without knowing. All right, here we go. Let's <laughs> So, I mean, that just kind of, that, that mystery is one of the things that drew me. Yeah. You know? Like, you were curious about it, and you're like, you know, I want to see what it actually is. And yeah. Then, yeah, figuring it out. Yeah. But yeah, I get. I, I don't know. I I think I I don't think it has to be true that it has to be like messed up people only. I don't think no. Yeah. I, I, I don't think we're necessarily. You know, I don't think messed up is like yeah. Right? It's it's like. I would say unique. <laughs> yeah, unique. Yeah. But it's like you. Oh, because I just think about guys like I remember, remember Nick, big Nick, Nick Shirley. Right. Yeah. The guy who could run through a brick wall head first. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> No, like you he's mean strong yeah. mad from the strong bad. Uh... <laughs> yeah, he, he was built like strong man because he was because he was ta- he was like what six two six three. Yeah, but he would hunch to be five eleven. And yeah, yeah, and he would yeah. he would shrug his shoulders so he had yeah. no neck. Yeah, he was strong. Man. He was strong. he was strong man. Yeah, he was strong man. Oh man, oh man, I missed it. But Jesus. yeah, but just like. Like, super strong. I'm pretty sure only 16 or 17 yeah. when he started training. I called right. him to my friends the mutant 16-year-old. <laughs> yeah. No, because he he was insane. Well, I know he's he was big, but I never, like, oh, man, insanely strong. And also very controlled. Like, Actually, like, yeah. Like, like, he was very safe. Good body I felt control. safe with him. Yeah. Like, I did think he yeah. was just, like, yeah. And he, I saw him rolling with everybody. Yeah. And doing, like... One of the older guys had like a cross face across his nose with his nose like on his eye. Yeah. You know, just like yeah, just extremely just, uncomfortable. And Nick yeah. is not oh. going to tap. Yeah, man. Because he's just made of bricks. Yeah. No, just like, yeah. Nah. Well, and then I saw his like older brother and his dad. I'm like, oh, well, that explains. Yeah. They're both like, have you, you never saw them? They no. Were, they were built. His brother is was even bigger than him and was like a, I think. Uh, was a college center. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, and then, yeah, his dad was, was, yeah. was huge as well. So I'm like, oh, well, he, that explains it. I wonder yeah. what he's up to now. He, I, oh, man, I, I reached out to him uh, a couple, I don't know, maybe like months, maybe, maybe even more, maybe like mm-hmm. a few, maybe last year or so, but he, uh, he had this like incredibly bad stomach infection or like uh, esophagus infection that really debilitated, that made him like he's unable now to do any physical activity or else it's, it might it might scar or it might uh, it might re-aggravate the injury and is yeah. it like forever? yeah that's what I said I'm like hey man how long I'm like, yeah I would cause you know it's heavyweight you could be what Nick's like 27 right now or yeah I don't know, like, can't is be... he is Nick 27? I don't, I, I, I don't think so I think Nick might be like cause he maybe he, was he just, is though. he was younger than I mean, me maybe he's like 23 I wanna say 25 maybe, yeah, 25. maybe 25 at the oldest yeah but it's like, man, it's heavyweight. You can still be, you can still be a heavyweight fighter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like the average age of heavyweights is like thirty-five. <laughs> it's like that's like, so. I know. I miss that kid though. Yeah, that's terrible. I know it was horrible. I was like, what? Because that strange. happened. That happened like years ago. Yeah, that makes me feel sympathy for him because it's it sounds weird, hard to explain to people. Yeah, and something you never 
Something you never expect. Yeah. yeah. I was like, damn, what happened? Yeah, because I remember he just he stopped showing up and I was like, what? Nick would never be like the kind of guy to just all of a sudden quit. Yeah. Like from there, I was like wondering, oh, something must have been up and he was explaining to me all these like health problems. Like, oh man, it's really shame. And happened so young. Yeah. And especially like so full of promise, like really. And not yeah. an injury. No. Not an injury like something, from, yeah, yeah. You know, it's like it's just his potential just kind of stolen from him. Exactly, because he yeah. was, he was super tough, yeah. super controlled and you know, yeah, the complaint I complain I have about Nick is he didn't listen to the instructors. <laughs> maybe just when he was with me. Yeah, you're saying Coachella was also uh, yeah. indicating not with him as either. Yeah, but we were doing. Yeah. I was whenever I held pads for him, <laughs> he yeah. would count in yeah. uh, as many different languages as he knew. He'd count in English, Spanish, and Japanese. I think. Yeah, and Nick would also. <laughs> oh, this might have led to his stomach problems, but also eat like. Inorbit amounts of fast food <laughs> before training. He'd be like, oh, "Yeah, I just training. ate three. I just ate three Big Macs." Yeah. And then like walk in and then, like would roll us all up in grappling. It's like, yeah. what is going on? <laughs> yeah, like from here. Ah, <laughs> uh, Nick. Man, Nick the mutant. Guy. Yeah, Nick, Nick, Nick strong man. Nick strong. Which was funny because he was such a nice guy. Yeah. How's it going, Nick? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And he, I'm hungry! <laughs> I just had three Big Macs. Are you sure you're okay? Yes! That's crazy! Yeah. Like, every time, like, Nick, what happened? I ate 40 chicken nuggets before I came in. I was like, yeah, yeah, I believe that. You, you freak. <laughs> I drank a 40 and I ate 40 chicken nuggets. <laughs> And that's how I ball. Yeah, that's that just a ball. Oh, it was fun. Yeah. Uh, let's see what. Who else? I can't I remember who we were that we trained with. Well, yeah, uh, it was Trevor, Danny, uh, Brandon. Brandon, yes. Brandon took over for a while. Uh, oh, I actually was there when. Um, What's his name who went down to California and started his own pancreation gym? Oh, Johnny Cage. Yeah, yeah Frank. Johnny Cage. Frank. Yeah, Frank. Yeah. I, yeah. I trained, or I had some classes with Frank. He was so much fun. Frank was, yeah, Frank yeah, was hilarious. But I only had him for a couple of classes. Yeah, but yeah, no. um, I missed him when he left. He yeah. was fun. You know, you know, I went down to, because uh, I went down to California for like about a year and I trained at his gym. Yeah. Where I was, technically I helped out at, at the gym. Yeah. Like from there, I don't know if you remember that, but yeah. I was, yeah, Frank, interesting guy. Yeah. I, my memories of Frank are him, his boxing classes, the basic boxing. Yeah. He would have you wear your gloves when you were shadow boxing. Yeah, to get used to that. Yeah, yeah. He said for the weight. Yeah, to get used I to that. I thought that was cool. Yeah. And then I remember him demonstrating uh, arm bars from Mount where you post off of the guy's chest. Yeah. And yeah. he would go on, and then he just demonstrated kind of a flow drill on each side and at the end he was like uh look i just broke this guy both this guy's arms and he still wants more <laughs> i thought that was super funny yeah <laughs> yeah no because he would he would like literally almost like jump and then jump back and then yeah. jump and i remember that yeah arm. yeah great training yeah then he i remember he'd also say like next week i'm gonna teach you the fireball <laughs> yeah he, he would he would say that yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, wow, with the fireball. Yeah. He's yeah. Like, You're almost ready for the fireball. Yeah. That was fun. Oh, Frank. Yeah. Yeah. That was such good times. Yeah. I think I would definitely train again 
but I would want to be able to veto training partners. Oh, for sure. So that's the I, only I think, thing. I think that, but I think... No, no, I think... Especially, like, me... Well, me at this stage now, I'm like, yeah, if I send someone's, like, dangerous or, like, an unsafe training partner, yeah. then I'm not going to roll. I'm not going to train with them because yeah. I don't need that. Right. Yeah. But while I was training there, like, that wasn't really acceptable. And yeah. I think I asked... Tra- like, I asked Brandon about it. Yeah. And he was like, no... Oh, damn. And this is about Rami. I was like, I don't yeah. want to roll with Rami. He's like, it's good experience for you to roll with like people who you don't want to roll with who are dangerous. Uh, I love Brandon, but I don't know. I don't know if I would give that advice. Yeah. I'd be like, no, it's your safety. It's your it's your health, and it's your time. I would I would risk, but yeah. risk that with someone you don't trust. Brandon yeah. also... He got I think Brandon's surgery. just so old school. He's, yeah. he's, he was, he's like, he is old school. One of the craziest, but... Also one of the nicest, if not the yeah. nicest. Yeah. Uh, he got some surgery, he said, where they removed all the cartilage from both his knees. Yes. And I was like, that sounds crazy. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, okay, I'll be able to train for a while longer, and I'll get terrible arthritis later in life. Like, okay. <laughs> yeah. You're like, yeah, just really casual, but it's debilitating. <laughs> yeah. Like, arthritis that's going to happen in the future. But that's yeah. probably one of that kind of, like, crazy mindset we're talking yeah. about. Like, yeah. He has a mission, you know. Then Brandon's the guy... I think Greg Sage was saying, like, Brandon's, like, running around barefoot bow hunting or hunting with a knife. Yeah, bow hunting. No, 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 because there was that that one week when... Riding on a horse bareback. Yeah, yeah, and you all believe it. Yeah, no, because there was one week I remember, like, oh, where's Brandon? And, like, Greg was like, oh, yeah, he's out in the outback. But with no bow. But no, no, no. He made a bow out of like. He made the bow, and now he's on the animals. Like, like if you said that about anyone else, I'm like, no, I don't believe it. But you say, oh, Brandon. Yeah, yeah, I can definitely see that. Like, just. Yeah, he's out there teaching the Aborigines how to hunt. <laughs> that reminds me of something kind of random. Yeah. But it's, uh, you know, Joe Rogan was yeah. on. Before he did Fear Factor, he's on a sitcom called News Radio. Yeah, News Radio, yes. That was actually one of my favorite shows growing up. Oh, really? And I loved him from that and knew him from that before he was did, did MMA, MMA. Before yeah. he was the yeah. commentator. Yeah. And uh, he was Joe, was his name. Oh, his name was his Joe? His name was Joe, show? but Joe Gorelli. Okay. And he was the Joe like Gorelli. handyman electronics guy. Yeah. And in one of the episodes, he made like... Uh, a, uh, a, a a spy camera <laughs> and put it in like a like a adjacent hotel room that like their boss was in and they were playing poker and he was helping him cheat and there was yeah. other people there other with the spy cam and they're like hey Joe where did you get the spy cam and he's like I made it yeah and then they're like yeah but where did you get the parts to make it and he's like I made I them made, I made <laughs> I them, made them. <laughs> <laughs> Where'd you get the parts I made them? And it's like, how low can you go down? Where'd you get the lens, though? I made it. So you made a lens. <laughs> you made a lens. Yeah. <laughs> you melted some glass. You made a goddamn lens. Like, <laughs> yeah. so like, yeah. like, where'd you get these arrows? I made them. <laughs> yeah, I made them. Like, where'd you get the components for the arrow? I made them. <laughs> where did you get the tree? I, I grew the tree. <laughs> it's my tree. Wait, grew the tree. How long have we been out here hunting? <laughs> Like how deep can you go? Yeah, yeah no, I can Where did you see get them. the seed? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I am a tree. tree. I am a tree. <laughs> okay, it's my child. You know, it's a funny um, story. 
I was walking around and the seed just dropped in my hand from the yeah. heavens. <laughs> yeah, from the heavens. And this, <laughs> I shall make a bow. And then lightning came down <laughs> yeah. and it hit the tree and split one of the branches off and that's what I used. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyone else that would sound unbelievable. When Brandon told me that, I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's, that's probably definitely what happened. Like, if anything, he's like shortchanging himself. I still think stuff. it did happen. <laughs> <laughs> I, pro- I challenge you to prove it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> we have like some footage here, like, off, Australian outback there's like a, and, uh, did he just instantly make a bow from a branch he's like yeah. half Steve Irwin and half fighter yeah, Brandon. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Brandon yeah, did in one of my private lessons with Brandon he told me a saying from when he was in the oh cause he was in the he was in the military the military yeah and it's slow is smooth and smooth is fast. fast. Yes. And one of my friends told me that that's something snipers think about, too. Yeah. But that's something that's apli- great for martial arts, but also cl- applicable to any athletic skill, I yeah. think. And learning, like, Le- piano. Learning any, learning, yeah, learning any skill, really. Yeah. Uh, be the importance of smoothness. Exactly. Yeah. Smoothness is the, the, the key. Yeah. And it's easier to capture smoothness when you're doing something slow. Yeah. And then you have to um, hold on to that smoothness as you increase the speed. And if you increase the speed too much and you lose the smoothness, then you're not making progress. You got to tailor it back. Yeah. Yeah. Smoothness is a huge thing. Oh, yeah, definitely. Just just in, well, one, in the aspect of martial arts, but just in anything in general in terms of learning. Yeah. It's also interesting that I think... Another perspective could be even if something is like just it, something being smooth makes it seem fast. Yeah. Like you look at it and you're like, oh, that was maybe not fast, but very well done. Or yeah. Well, well, just like you know, smooth technique, you can tell like, oh yeah, yeah, it's not, it's not jerky. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's real. It's elegant. It's essentially just how it's executed, like from there. Yeah. But of course, isn't there the problem of no, it's not always the most beautiful movements that are the True. best. I mean, just look at uh, JDS Francis and Ghana. Yeah, like from there, just doink. He just like <laughs> no, it was like it was it was like a cartoon uppercut. Yeah, that that catches it, and like he just, I was like, wow, like yep, that's it, that's physics right there. Yeah, when you're two hundred sixty pounds, it doesn't need to be that much. Yeah, and you just drop people. Yeah, but uh, oh man, yeah. Mm. No, that's the thing. Or, you know, in fighting, you see all of this ugly technique, but it works. Sometimes it doesn't need to look that pretty to work. Yeah. yeah. I like watching um, da- Danny's videos, Daniel Eng's videos he posts of him just doing technique. Yeah. I don't I don't like watching his uh, sparring videos with his... Uh, he has one student he'll post sparring videos of. The student's wearing headgear, and the student's always got his hands up like... On his temples, and he's got this one position, yeah. and Danny's not, and Danny's just dancing around him, just and it's dan- just like, no. Oh, so just dancing around <laughs> a statue, essentially? Like, what was the point of this video? He yeah. gets, I mean, he he gets some shots in, and he protects a lot, but he just can't really see what's going on that well. Yeah. And uh, it, I think, I think it's smart, funny, he looks very awkward. It, it just takes, yeah, to, yeah. I remember Trevor used had a headgear that was very high on the forehead and had good visibility. Yeah, I remember that looked like a good headgear. Yeah, I was thinking. No, I remember when I when I wore headgear, it was like it was always like yeah. dripping to my eyes. Like, well, this is this is not helping me. <laughs> yeah. This is hurting my defense. And you, yeah, especially 
it being, t for me, mine's always too low, low on my eyes. Yeah. Which means you have to lift your head, which is not what you're supposed and to do. And now you're lifting yeah. up your chin. Right. Yeah. But then yeah. if your chin's down, then you can't see anything, which Cause, is Because, yeah, that's so covering bad. your eyes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Now that's another conundrum. Yeah. What am I trying to... I'm trying to think of a word It means, like, you can't do it. It's, like, conflicted. Conflicted? Like a paradox? It's a, a par like a paradox, yes. Okay. I think it, that's, that's what I'm looking for. A paradox, paradox for a paradox? It's yeah. a paradox. Yeah. Uh, but Danny's videos of him just hitting the heavy bag, I think, are great. Of oh, him yeah. doing Muay Thai combinations. Oh, They're yeah. really smooth. Yeah, 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 he has great technique. And his balance was always very centered. He never... Yeah, he never put himself out of position. Yeah. Like, he never... His boxing was always... Like, he didn't put as much forward momentum into it so that he always could stay centered because he was more of a an eight-limbs fighter, you know? Yeah. Uh, let's see. Yeah, he's the man. Yeah. <laughs> peace. I'm trying to think of any other uh, memorable... What's a peace? Yeah. Well, Danny's just always saying peace. And what's up with that? And this is up with this. Yeah. <laughs> what's up with that? <laughs> I, I would have, like, I would love to see... I have never seen a, a fight of... A Danny fighting, like, a video of Danny fighting. I always wanted to see that. I think he had, like, one And Trevor. Fight. Yeah. Never well, seen Trevor never fought either. But amateur... Did, didn't Trevor do amateur fights? I don't think so. No. no, no. Danny had one amateur fight, though, I'm pretty sure, if I remember correctly. But, yeah. But Trevor never... I think Trevor had, like, one <laughs> grappling competition. And I was like, yeah, no. that's it. Yeah. I know. Just that's so weird. I know it is so weird, especially with how good he got. Yeah. I feel like oh well, but again, he he himself would say he he wasn't a competitor or something like that. Oh, that's strange, because at the one you two gained so much mastery over something that yeah. is essentially competition. Yeah, I'm like huh. Oh well, it seemed like now that seems like a paradox to me. Like, yes, how did, like how did you? Trevor get, is definitely yeah. a paradox. Oh, well, yeah, he's, well, what he's a robot. <laughs> he's he's a robot trying to be human. All right, he's dealing with the paradox <laughs> of, of, of humanity. Of existence. He's like. Uh, yeah, yeah, humanity is a paradox. Yeah. And that's what he's dealing he, with. He's exploring that. Oh, man. You know. Why it is making mistakes. Why do I have to make mistakes in order to be human? You know? <laughs> well, I gotta make one once in a while just to be human. Uh, I remember he was, I believe, spar uh, sparring with Matt Brown. Ah, yes. Maybe it was Matt Brown. No, he said Matt Brown once kicked him in the leg. Yeah. Once and it was bruised for like a week or something, um, but I think that guy who's the the fighters trainer, that guy who works at Microsoft, Brad, Brad, yes, he told me I think that like one time, uh, Trevor was sparring and somebody oh, accidentally yes. elbowed him. No, 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 it wasn't an accident. Spencer Fisher, uh -huh. Acc like uh, not accidentally, accidentally, not accidentally, purposely like elbowed Trevor like while they were boxing sparring. Oh yeah, yeah, and like, Jesus. gave him like a huge black eye. Yeah, and he's like, "What the hell is it?" Yeah, uh, but what is Brad? Yeah, but uh, what Brad told me is that like tr he was like making fun of Trevor. Yeah, and that tre he's like Trevor came out and he and I was like, "Trevor, what happened?" And he's like, "Illegal elbow." Yeah, ran away. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh," but of course I'm like, "Uh," you know. Note to self: Don't bring this up with Trevor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, <laughs> no. But I no, I remember that. Well, speaking of, well, Brad also had like a funny commentary when uh, when were you there? It was one day when uh, uh, Trevor was demonstrating something grappling, and then like, mm -hmm. oh, here, like let's say someone real strong is pushing into you. 
Robbie. And then he picked Robbie, <laughs> and Robbie pretty much pushed him from like, oh, yeah. on one side of the gym all the way to the other. Yeah. Like, for all the way to the other side. And then, yeah, Robbie was like, oh, man, I thought he was going to kill him. <laughs> it was like that scene in Best of the Best. Oh, watch out, he's going to kill him. <laughs> uh, and I had no idea what he was talking about, so I just, like, smiled and nodded. I'm like, yeah, I don't know what you're talking about, man. Yeah. But, I remember yeah. Trevor doing something like that with Nick. Yeah. Where it's like Nick presses as hard as he can, and Nick, of course, is just doing it. Yeah. But he, he's, yeah, he just could. He's pushing him back some, but not yeah. making that like, much. Nick was, <laughs> Nick was like, what, 240, 250? I mean, yeah, Trevor was also ridiculously strong, but like there was a weight disparity. <laughs> I remember some one time I was rolling, and a guy hurt me. He like flopped over on my ankle. Ugh. It was like the wrong way, and it yeah. like popped. Yeah. But it was. Fortunately, just a sprained ankle and also some some other stuff on the top of the foot felt kind of weird and clicky for a while, but it uh, was not a not a big injury. But the guy didn't seem, like, remorseful about it. Yeah. But I was just like, it's okay, these things happen. I kind of hobble off, and I think yeah. Nick came over, and he's like, what's wrong? I'm like, oh, that guy, yeah. he hurt me and didn't seem... Ha- uh, he didn't seem remorseful and Nick's like don't worry I'm gonna mess him up <laughs> <laughs> yeah no that's, that, that's when, when Nick would get super serious he'd be like yeah and, and I'm sure Nick did go yeah. and just mess him up just, he's like your big little brother yeah, <laughs> yeah. because he knows yeah. how to hold back and he also knows how to use his weight to yeah. just flatten you no he was super fleet footed for like how yeah. for how big he was oh man I'm oh, man yeah, man, this makes me miss. As, as Joe Rogan would say, he he was a freak. He no, he was a physical freak. Nick, where are you? Nick, pretty much. I like how this is just turning us talking about Nick. Come yeah. back, Nick. What are you doing? Uh, well, oh, yeah, these experiences with these people made it so special. Yeah, and it really, you know. Yeah, apparently. Okay, last I talked, oh damn, like, the last I talked was like two years ago. He was living in Pullman. Damn. Yo, Nick, what are you up to? I'll, I'll send this episode to him. <laughs> Pullman is one of those colleges. Uh, WSU? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's a college town for sure. Oh, man. Well, wait, I, I guess it was kind of getting away. So, yeah, didn't you, didn't you go to like a liberal arts college and got yeah. like a, compu- a bachelor in arts and computers? <laughs> I have a bachelor of arts in computer science. In computer science, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I've met... Actually, one of the guys I interviewed with at the oh, job I just got, his current job, yeah, um, he has the same degree. Oh, damn! A bachelor of arts in computer in science. Computer science, like, yeah. So that's one thing that I was like, "Hey, we're the same." <laughs> and he was like, "Yeah, I noticed that. That's cool." Yeah, I was like, "Well, that's one of the things my dad taught me is a very old school uh, way to help yourself interviewing." Okay, is if you. If you find out who you're interviewing, yeah. you try to find them on LinkedIn. Okay. And then you look at their profile and you try, if you can find a similarity, you yeah. bring it up. Yeah, bring it up. While Sometimes yeah. people, if you see anything interesting they did, yeah. you, you just let them know that yeah. like you, that you are aware of you it. You looked at their, yeah. at their history and yeah. something was cool or some similarity and they'll be really impressed with it because I don't think people do that very often anymore. No, yeah, to take that extra step. Yeah. Like, from there. And it can even prepare you for, like, their personality. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I did that, and he was like, we're the same here, and there was something else I brought up, but I can't remember with another guy. But that that is a... That's a good tip for getting a job. 
But it's also funny because most of the advice my dad gives me doesn't help at all. Oh, really? <laughs> like, how's the, well, you're, like, well, <laughs> well, for like, how old is, is your father? Uh, he's in his 70s. Okay, see, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was, things, getting a job was a little different. Well, he was like, it's all about your reputation, son. And I was like, my reputation? Yeah. I don't think I have one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, what, like, what are you supposed <laughs> like, also, how do you use that for your interview? Yeah. You know me. Have you reputation. heard of me? <laughs> yeah. You, have you heard about what I'm up to? Yeah. Have you heard about, have you listened to my podcast? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My name's Zach Lindstrom, yeah. Jeez. You should know me. Yeah, it sounds like it's like a very Ron Burgundy thing to say. Yeah. I'm kind of a big deal. I'm kind, I'm kind of a big, big deal. deal. Have you heard me? Yeah, you heard, heard me? Yeah. yeah. You know my reputation? Yeah. Did you bring a resume? No, I thought... <laughs> I thought you would know yeah. me. Yeah. Just ask around. <laughs> Just be very mysterious. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, most of the advice is just not up. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's just old and was alive at a different time yeah well just a different era <laughs> yeah 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 oh man but like i said you know the the searching for uh, people's background on linkedin that's helped a lot and that's like a unique thing yeah no you just know? take that extra step yeah yeah of course, there's unlimited extra steps you can take. I mean, on the other... You can take too many steps. Yeah. Like, on yeah. the other hand, like, my philosophy now is, like, the day before any interview, I'm not doing anything. Okay. Uh, you want you want to just, like, relax your mind? Or what, what's, relax what's the thought process? Relax the mind. I mean, number one is I want to make sure I get good sleep. Yes. And I don't want to be stressed because... 90% of the time, they don't ask you anything you've prepared for. Yeah. So... What's the point of stressing yourself right. out? Yeah. And so since you can prepare forever, you know, you just have to cut yourself off at a point. And I think, yeah, just being able to adapt to what is going on is the most important thing. So being rested is the most important thing. Yeah. And not being stressed out is the most important thing. Sounds good. I mean, that's, know, that's the same way I'm preparing yeah. for the competition. Like, you... If I was reviewing things, like, my my mind would be a little bit tired, you know. You need to just, like, let it relax. You know, whatever you're going to do to get yourself in that state. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to, like, meditate all day. I'm not going to watch yeah. something, you know, I'll watch something light. Uh, Berserk? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that guy's eye popped out of the socket. Oh, speaking of eyes getting popped out of socket. Speaking I just of like, eyes I, getting... Yeah, I just like how he just casually <laughs> dropped that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you know, this traumatizing thing that happened to me. Well, it wasn't like super casually. He wasn't, he wasn't like, yeah. oh, that reminds me of what happened to me. Yeah. It was, his eyes were wide and he's like, that reminds me of what happened to me. Oh, damn, like PTSD. Yeah, so he, 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 yeah exactly. It's yeah. like he had PTSD. Yeah, yeah like, well, you know. he did. He, his eyes came at him. So I, I, I don't blame him. Yeah. And I thought it was super interesting that he he never talked about it. He it was traumatizing. And he never wanted to talk about. Well, I it. think. Well, I think that's kind of one thing about trauma because every time you talk about it, you kind of almost relive it. It's yeah. It's not fun. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Like if you have a story of trauma, you don't want to go around sharing it with anyone, everyone, because yeah. just talking about it is painful. Yes. And so why why would you want to relive a bad experience all the time? But there is like that psychological thing about exposure yeah. and you expose yourself to trauma again yeah. and again and then it is dulled. Yeah. And oh, then like so exposing that, yourself to adversity, you know. Right. Sure. 
Or like, you know, asking a hundred women out in one day. Yeah. And then like, <laughs> they can't all say no. Well, just, yeah. So you get, uh, you get over rejection. Yes. And so then that's not bothering you. No. no women think... don't smell that fear on you because you know yeah. they can smell fear. Oh, yeah. Well, because, because you're anxious. But <laughs> men I think that's, can't. But yeah, but <laughs> men can't smell fear. <laughs> no, but it's like, no, it's the same thing. About I think you know fighting is like the same way. Like, yeah. You know, if you're if you're to uh, you have to keep doing it till yeah you are dulled to, yeah. to that sense of like okay well it's about to happen here it goes. <laughs> <laughs> well, as far as the mindset uh, that you have to be when you're doing martial arts, the one Trevor would say often when we're doing a drill he's like be present. Yeah. Be yeah. Be present and that is like be in the present. Don't think about the past. Don't think about the future. Only think about the present. About what's happening now. About thinking about what's happening right now. Yeah. And I, th- I think that is the, either the same or very similar to the concept of mindfulness. Yes. And mindful meditation. Yeah. And mindful meditation is, is uh, keeping your mind in the present. And if you have a thought... It's usually about the future or the past. Yeah. It's not about the present. It's not about what's happening right now. Yeah. Yeah. So you try to, instead of thinking, have your awareness focused on your body and the feeling of yourself breathing and the feeling of your posture yeah. and all of that. If you, have any air, if you have any thoughts that are reacting to it, that's fine. And you try just to let those happen because what will tend to happen is... You have a thought and then you judge yourself and you're like, I'm supposed to be thinking about the present. Yeah. And by the way, that thought, then you consider it and you're like, I didn't like that thought or I did like it because of this and this and this. And it it breaks your your focus. It breaks it. And all that time, you're not focusing on the present. No, I think think that's really good. I think that was really reminding me of uh, a book I read called The Mental Game of Tennis. Yeah. And it talked about that, about pretty much quieting the self so yeah. that you can focus on it. Yeah. Or also the idea of another, of this other book I read about, I think it was, it was something about, oh, this, like, something about ma- on mastery, but talking about purposeful practice, and that's the thing, it's, the difference between people isn't just, like, the X amount of hours, but it's, what makes a difference is purposeful practice, which is, you know, practice where you're actually present in the moment and focusing on improving like from there yeah Not just like mindless hours of like well i guess i just banged away at my piano for like <laughs> for ten thousand hours that that's not necessarily right master. it's not yeah. just the volume of hours it's the quality of the exactly hours. exactly like from there uh there's another concept that that reminded me of called flow state yes i've heard about I've heard this. Of that yeah no the, I, i'm actually like one of my uh one of my students like talk, talk to me like talk, talk tell me about that like yeah flow yeah, I'm trying to get this flow state yeah I was like okay yeah okay you know, like is that time of the month yet <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> you need to take, take your flow state yeah, yeah. and yeah. deal with it yeah um, okay can you do your flow state outside the <laughs> yeah because I gotta mop these mats yeah, yeah. <laughs> heavy uh, flow state yeah. anyway um <laughs> just yeah, the, the flow part humor. of it yeah is Losing the concept that time is passing. Ah. Losing the concept because it's the it's the experience of when you're working on something, practicing something, and you are so absorbed in it that more time passes than you thought. 
and you ah. look at the time and you're like, what the fuck? Like, I didn't have the perception of all that time passing. Because you were just super aware of what you were yeah. doing. Yeah. And you're yeah. like, where did that time go? Yeah. You know, uh, and they say the formula is, so you have to be able to concentrate, obviously. Yeah. So you want to be working on something that's uh, difficult enough that it's interesting, but not so difficult that you can't make progress. Yeah. So if it's super difficult, then you get yes. stuck. Then you're stuck. Yeah. But if it's super easy, then you don't it's need to boring. think about it. Yeah. And so you need to be interested, but also you need to be able to continue moving forward kind of smoothly. Yeah. You know, it kind of needs to be uh, smooth. smooth. There it is again. Yeah. yeah. Because if it's not smooth, may, well, I'm just thinking now. If it's not smooth, maybe that's what clues you into, oh, time's passing now. Well, yeah, because if, I feel if it's disjointed, then that gives you more opportunities yeah. to, like, wander from the activity. Yeah. Like, from there. And I, the flow state, like, I've thought of it as far as just enjoying things, like enjoying work. You know, yeah. I'm not going to work yeah. so hard that it pisses me off, but I'm also going to work hard enough that it's interesting. Yeah. But I think, like you said... That state might also be a state where you're learning more. Yeah. But I but I think that's the thing though. I think if you're working in an environment you don't like, it's yeah. hard to concentrate. It's just it's just how it is. Like no matter how good the other incentives are, I yeah. think like a positive working environment is critical. Like from there, it's hard to be good at something that you hate. Absolutely, or at a place that you hate. Right. You know, you might like the stuff you do, but if you hate the place. And it's like, yeah, yeah. And I, I agree. Any distraction yes. is going to detract from your ability. It's going to take away from the the overall yeah. whole of your activity. Yeah. One of my, uh, I, I'm really interested in, like, what music to listen to when working out. Yeah. What music to listen to when working. Like yeah. Doing a math problem, for example. Lo-fi beats. <laughs> yeah. And one of the things I remember and that is an influence to what I listen to is the music from EMC. And I think, I don't know if it was just Trevor or yeah, everybody. Tre- yeah, tre- Trevor's Beats. But it was always yeah. hip-hop. Hip-hop, yeah, hip-hop instrumentals. Yes. Yes. Was it always instrumentals? Yeah, it was mainly that instrumentals. That makes a lot of yeah, sense. Because if you, it's mainly like, yeah. If people are talking, that can be a distraction. Exactly, because now you focus on the words, not focus yeah. on just the... I can still listen to hip-hop and work out or concentrate if it has words. Yeah. But the beat of hip-hop is repetitive, and it can be simple. Yeah. And it's like, so there's a pattern that it's not going to surprise you. Yeah. So any, but I, that's really interesting that it was also instrumentals, because also instrumentals just in general. Yes. You know? So and also, like, the words. rhythm, I think. It's because, like, in fighting, you realize that you have to have, like, a rhythm. Right. And then it's, like, almost like you... You just happen to start moving towards like kind of that's true the rhythm of kind of hip hop where there's this regular beat and then there's a couple little off beats thrown in but that's like similar to like okay you gotta change your beat which is what you're supposed to do in boxing right you have to change your your pattern in an unexpected way yeah yeah I felt that's intrinsically connected whether he was aware of it or not probably was he's a robot yeah <laughs> of course, his inter- his internal timekeeping yeah. system is 100% accurate. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, but the, I think that's the formula for music that 
will not distract you, that will like, that can drown out other distractions. Because it has to have a, have a beat that's repetitive and no words. And that's like ideal. Yeah. And so I found some good stuff. Um, like that some like massage therapists have introduced me to that's pretty cool oh nice yeah you know actually uh, a friend of mine provided the this the my opening theme song nice. to this like floating forest shout out to him but yeah I, I, he makes a bunch of beat he, he's a beat producer so he makes a bunch of these beats specifically the one I used was a lo-fi beat which is what's found in like a lot of anime like yeah like cowboy bebop or samurai shampoo like like that yeah. I think like I like the beat at the beginning of your Thank you. Well, I can play it right now. Sure. <laughs> Just so we can hear it. Wait. But techno in general, like, I don't really like ah. for some reason. It's just like the sounds unnatural to you? Yeah. It sounds like, like artificial. Com- sounds like a computer wrote it. Like a computer <laughs> so robot it wrote it. Yeah. Uh, but s- some of it I've liked. I like more natural sounds, though, I guess. But I like hip hop, you know? Yeah. So I don't know what the difference is. I think maybe the beat's a little too high energy for Like me. the techno beat is too, like, yeah. like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. yeah. Like, hip-hop is a little bit more like you're swaying. Yeah. Hip-hop is like, you're fucking jumping like a... Beat. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> and it's a little yeah. too much energy. I'm trying yeah. to conserve my energy yeah. here. Yeah. <laughs> That's another lesson that I've taken to life from martial arts is conserving your energy. Yeah. Yeah. That... Don't expend more energy than you have to, and like yeah. a lot of the game is around being efficient. Yes, know? efficiency is key. Yeah, economy of movement. Yeah. yeah, yeah, minimum effort, maximum power. Yeah. yeah, and I think it works for almost everything. Yeah, that, that there are many parallels to that in life for sure. Yeah, and the, it's the lessons you learn from martial arts, like they get. Like, you believe them because they're based off of reality. Because you see, like, oh, I'm, I've now learned and been shown and experienced that this makes sense. Yeah. You know, and then you can say... It's, yeah. Exactly, because you have the theory, was well, like a hypothesis, and then yeah. you have the application, and you have, like, oh, I can derive this is true because I just yeah. experimented it, and I see that, yeah. You have the practicality of that theory. And if it doesn't work, you see that. Because... Then you see that, too. You're like, well, I gotta change some <laughs> shit, because this is not working. Because you're losing... Yeah. 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 And the consequences are so immediate. So you either see that it's working or you see that it's not right away. Yeah. And you meet, like the immediacy of it is yeah. right there. Exactly. You're like, yeah. oh, I have the submission. Oh, I don't have the submission. And it's and I, it's yeah. tangible. It's a yeah. tangible, it works or it doesn't. Yeah. And it forces you to be in a state where you have to focus on it. Yeah. You can't like just casually, oh, I'll just casually get a submission. Yeah. yeah. Or I'll just casually grab Because now you're getting, oh, well. Yeah. You have to, now. Yeah. Oh, it's funny, like, my, my Pilates trainer I see yeah, and, like, physical therapists I've seen really impressed with my ability to uh, hear everything they say the first time and memorize all of it. Yeah. Because that's what you have to yeah, do. Yeah, you have to do. Yeah, when, when you're training martial arts. And every little nuance say? of it. Yeah, wait, wait, wait. What are you, yeah. 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 Like, you know... What are each of your hands, every, what are all of your limbs doing at all times? Like, yeah. you miss one little nuance and something yeah. doesn't work. Plus, you also need to be a good visual learner, too, because yeah. you need to see, like, what they're doing, and you need to input, like, how do I move my feet, or how yeah. do I move my arms in that same way Yeah, right from there. Yeah. yeah. Martial arts. Mar- yeah, martial Bonif- arts. Man. Benefits your life. Yeah. It's just a martial arts think. infomercial. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. What can martial arts do for yeah. you?
But I mean, like the MMA, the more practical martial arts as opposed to traditional martial arts. I don't know that you'd learn these lessons in the traditional martial arts. Yeah, I don't think. Well, I I haven't really spent that much time in them, but yeah, it's it's just like that. I think I think it's just the importance of that live sparring situation. I mean, even yeah. with striking in a more controlled sense, but realize, that, oh hey, maybe my defense isn't that great because I'm getting I'm getting hit. Yeah. At, at this point, but the, especially the grappling sense, you're like, oh yeah, I'm getting out grappled pretty easily, like from here, or this is not working. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I just. Talking with you, I'm just having memories of, <laughs> of, of, yeah. of, of sparring. And yeah. I remember one guy, and, like, the round, I just kept punching him in the face. Yeah. Because his hands were below his chin. They Ooh. were really low. Yeah. And then afterwards, I'm like, man, your hands are really low. you got to put them up. And he, and he, But he was, like, training to fight, you know, so he had kind of, may have had some ego. And so he was just like, oh, really? It's like, dude, I don't oh, know. really? It's like he didn't believe me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, do you... Remember what was happening? hit you in the face? Yeah. It's like, that only yeah, happened yeah. because it was always open. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, really? <laughs> oh, it would be funny if he had, like, no idea. Oh. Yeah. I thought my hands were... I was... I thought, yeah. I thought you were a wizard. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Not the wizard. Yeah, not the wizard. No, because you guys got to get out of this locker. <laughs> right. That's the... <laughs> and he's like, I was never here. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder why Matt got the nickname the wizard. Probably because of that. Because yeah. of that? Yeah. Because he's he, like, he was he's like I punched you in the face a bunch because this happened. Hey, and they're like, like, oh, really? I thought you were a wizard. Oh, really? I thought you and were he's a like, wizard. And he's like, I am. Like, I am a wizard. <laughs> And he just wrote, that's exactly what happened. Like, man, he's like a wizard. I guess he is one. He yeah. said it. And they don't believe him. It's like, no, this is the reason. It's like, no, he told me it was magic. He told me it was magic. That's all that but makes sense. But he also told you why. Yeah. No, it was the magic part. Yeah. The magic. I, I decided to ignore all that practical yeah. stuff. It was the magic. Yes. I believe in magic as deeply as I believe in economy of movement now. Economy of effort. Yeah. (laughs) It was proven to me. It was proven to me. Uh. You know, one thing I always wonder about real life fighting versus mixed martial arts is breaking of fingers and toes. Because say you have a heel hook. Manipulation, yeah. Why don't you grab a toe and break a toe? Ah. If... I don't know, like, either you're being choked... Like, you're like, ch- like the other person has you in a heel hook, and you br- and you break their toe? If you have their heel hook, yeah. then their foot's right in your armpit, and you just break yeah. their toe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess like, I think it's just faster just to break That's their true. heel, and then go for their toes, I guess. But, yeah. And, like, any time... If you've isolated an arm... I don't know. I just something I wonder about. Well, okay, here, here's how I look at it. I feel yeah. like... The reason that things are outlawed in fighting is because they're very easy. <laughs> like, droid strikes, if you could just strike... Right. Like, I, I would, oh, go all in on the hidden person in the groin. Right. Or poking them in the eyes. Damn, yeah. getting hit in the groin is so scary. Yeah. Because I think it was... I was listening to an episode of Loveline, maybe. Okay. And a guy was yeah. in the military was yeah. kicked in the nuts, and one of the nuts exploded. Oh, shit. And I'm like... Yeah. So now I think... Now that we're talking about it, I realize... I am convinced that's what happens whenever anyone that gets kicked in the nuts. I'm convinced that the danger of explosion yeah. is very real and imminent. Yeah. 
I'm like, yeah. anytime so, my balls yeah. hurt, I'm like checking them. Dude, I hope you didn't explode. Yeah. <laughs> That's like, well, it's a good thing that yeah. Chris didn't tell you how what happened. Or right. yeah. be like, oh, I never martial arts, my eyes explode. <laughs> yeah. I guess that just happens. So yeah. I was like, oh no. It's my... uh, yeah, that, that probably would have prevented you from enjoying yeah. a lot. <laughs> I, do, I remember though talking to a, a girl and she was like, oh, I'm taking Krog Maga. Yeah. And like, you better not mess with me. And I'm like, oh, what are you gonna do? Kick me in the nuts? And she's like, yeah. And then, but then I showed her the inside leg check. Yeah. And just do this. And I'm like, see, that's all you have to do. Yeah. You can't kick me in the nuts now. Yeah. And I don't know. She didn't like that. Oh. How dare you bring facts? Yeah. <laughs> How dare you? How dare you? Oh man. People don't. Yeah, people don't like that. Well, that, well, let's think. Also, people have no idea really how how how, how real fighting works. Yeah, and yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like, it's the secrecy. Like from there, like, and that once that gets unveiled, it's like, oh hey, this fighting thing. It's pretty. It's not. Well, I guess once you get like you know varied steps, like oh yeah, it's really not that hard. Yeah. You realize. Well, I think fighting makes you realize how fragile the human body is. You're like, oh damn, it's you can just attack from here or from here. That's true. Right here, so yeah. fragile. Yeah, incredibly fragile. You're yeah. Like, oh damn. People are like, oh, you're fighting, so you think you're tough? Like, no, I found out how fragile yeah. the human body system is. Yeah. yeah. I think of uh, another like, yeah, like punching someone, it, and all like you're saying, like the disillusionment, the mystery about fighting, like everything. I think is like a percentage. Yeah. Like there is that concept of percentage. High percentage grappling. What percentage? Uh, what's the percent you're gonna get this hold successfully if you try it? If it's something fancy, it's gonna be low, right? Yeah. I also think maybe boxing, like everything's a percentage, you yeah. know. And also, if you're doing there a lots of head movement and evasive movement, it's lower percentage they're okay. gonna oh, get you. hit. Yeah. It might also be lower percentage that you're gonna hit them. I don't know. Well, maybe <laughs> you're like you're yeah. like rolling for initiative here. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we yeah. are. Yeah. Nerd uh, poker. Yeah, yeah. But I like that idea of percentages. And I think of that in other things now, like driving. Okay. When I'm driving, I think, is this a high percentage or low percentage maneuver? Okay. If how ca- close cars are to me, and just like a sparring partner like it or a rolling partner, yeah. do I think this driver's dangerous? Yeah. yeah. What have I seen them actions. do? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, maybe how they're looking. Yeah. Like, oh, no. Like, you get crazy ass. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, I feel unsafe. Yeah. I don't, I'm going to keep my distance. That's exactly yeah. what I do. Yeah. I have, so my new car, I got this 2014 Subaru Outback, and it has eyesight assistance. Okay. Where if I turn on cruise control, it has uh, three levels, and those levels determine the distance that will follow behind the car. Okay. And it will speed up and slow down. Uh, behind a car automatically so once i put this on i only have to steer i don't have to brake and it will break all the way down to zero okay um so i leave that on as much as possible because that follows at like a greater distance than most people leave yeah most people don't leave enough distance to actually break and survive no i i remember uh, <laughs> learning in uh you know like driver's ed yeah i was like oh yeah you're supposed to leave you know like what four seconds like, yeah you know four car lengths. i'm like no one ever fucking does that. No. I'm like, what? 
And uh, so I've let the, the eyesight assistants teach me the right distance, and then I maintain that distance even though I don't have it on. Yeah. And I just look, and, you know, if someone takes space, I just leave the right amount of space. Yeah. And just, just try to be safe. Yeah. That's why I can't wait for, uh, for self-driving cars. Yes. Yeah. No, because people are so valuable. People, people want to, oh, you get a, like, computer's control? I'm like, yeah. I'd rather... You know what I want is, yeah. uh, from the first Total Recall movie, the Johnny Cabs. <laughs> yeah. Where um, it's a completely robotic car, but there's just an, a robot person in the front for no reason. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just taking up space that turns around. <laughs> Hello, welcome to Johnny Cab. I, I hope... And, and then, of course, uh, I, I, I like how that. Yeah, I like how that's the thing. It's like, oh no, we need to make it seem like someone's driving the car. But it's like um, a really bad robot. Yeah, like it's not that human. So you want, yeah, you want this first self-driving car to yeah. have like a Johnny, like you're like driving it. And then Arnold Schwarzenegger, of course, rips it out at one point and tries to drives himself, which I'm not sure why that works. Yeah. Well, we now know self-driving. No, that would not work. Right. It's. It's not the yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not self-driving. Look at Johnny. He's Look up there. Johnny. He's a, he's there. Yeah. yeah. He's, that's he's such, making that's all that's the decisions. Such like an '80s way. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that's what she's gonna be like. I don't know. I think self-driving cars will be a while because uh, because of roads and variability. Yeah. Because of just like if one person gets killed, like then, oh, this is wrong. That's the thing, though, man. People die every day That's with, like, true. people driving. I guess if it significantly decreases the amount of people in general that die from car accidents, then it will start replacing people. Yeah, I, th I think it just... If it kills somebody every once in a while. No, 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 it's the thing. Because, you know, there's that controlled danger in yeah. anything. You know, but, uh, yeah, just think about the... You know, I see like collisions every day, like every every time I went, like really every day. Yeah. But uh, I'm just I'm just thinking in terms of, like efficiency. I don't know how we got into this, but like <laughs> high percentage grapple. Like, yeah, yeah high, no, 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 no. High percentage driving. High percentage like, driving. Yeah. The the, the computer would make that decision. Right. Think, think about like, it's all making percentage based exactly. decisions. Exactly. It's all doing percentage based decisions. Like think about like merging. Yeah. There would be no. Like, because humans are dicks, so they'll... Yes, they'll, they are dicks. They, yeah, they will make, yeah. If think, okay, merging would be a thing of the past, because, like, yeah. they would, everyone, every computer would make the high percentage decision and would make traffic smooth. Yes. Like, from there. Like, that's just how it is, because they would think cold, hard facts. Like, okay, what is the best way? Yeah. Not thinking, like, oh, I gotta go to my son's ballet recital, or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, it takes why, <laughs> why do people... Yeah. Dicks, yeah. People who are driving, yeah. Whenever you merge in front of them, they always continue like closing the distance towards you until yeah. they're almost about to hit you. Yeah. And then they close the brakes and then they throw up their hands. Yeah. Yeah. Every time. Every time. Why don't they just? Yeah. Why don't they just keep their? Yeah. It's because they're irrational creatures. And then. In order, me, as I'm looking at him, they do that, and then I will, I was break check him to try to make him, <laughs> to get him, give me a little space. I try to, like, I wait till they're yeah. close, and I'm like, uh, just do a hard break just for a second to see if they get scared. And yeah, back. yeah. <laughs> uh, you see? You don't need to make that decision. If, if, like, the, if there were all computers making high percentage decisions, yeah. yeah. Well, okay, maybe something could go out, out of line, but, no, merging? Yeah. yeah. Like, someone was explaining it to me, I'm like, 
Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I know. Humans are dicks. The computer yeah. would yeah. break check the car at the ideal time for me. It'd be great. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Dude, have you ever been in a Tesla? No. My One of my friends recently bought a Tesla. Okay. And inside, the, uh, the navigation is amazing, like, way better than anything else I've ever seen. Oh, shit. So it has the map, and then on the left of the map, it has... A 3D generated uh, uh, model of the roads, that the street you're driving on, with the, the like with the lane to the left and the lane to the right, and then it has 3D generated models of all the cars on the road behind you and in front at of you at the same time. At the same time. Oh shit! So I was looking at it, and you could see like a truck model, and I was like, I guess there's a truck behind you. Come up, and then it comes right to our. A blind spot, and then as soon as it was beside us, it's like right there, and I'm like, "Holy crap!" Are we living in the future? Yeah, right now? yeah. And like, the company I worked at before this company, I'm I'm gonna work for. I'm starting next week. They made software for car navigations. Okay. And they were always talking about, "Oh, we're gonna innovate. This is our innovation. Nothing they're doing is good. <laughs> Everything like." Nothing compares to Tesla. That was so cool. Yeah. And Teslas have total auto, autopilot driving mode as well. Yeah. Um, but that thing about just the the 3D models of cars, everything on the road, I thought that was so cool. Yeah. And so safe. Like, not like some cars have blind spot detection. Just like, there's a car in your blind spot. This maps the whole road. Yeah. It's yeah. so cool. Yeah, no, good job. Uh, yeah, good, good job. <laughs> good job to our, our, our car overlords. It's very high percentage driving when you're driving a Tesla. Yeah, no, yeah. that's the thing. Yeah, imagine that, like, in every car. or But then not even you make a decision. Yeah. Like, a, a computer making that high percentage decision for me. But it's, like, that thing that I think is the coolest about the Tesla is not the electronic thing. It's that. It's yeah. that software. Yeah. And I wonder, can that just be in any car? And it's just because Tesla owns it that it's not. Oh, yeah. Because, because Tesla they, wants to be more unique. Yeah, they have the proprietary Yeah, it's a proprietary technology yeah. that they own or yeah. have patented or something. Getting that cap. That's what I wonder about. Stay in there. <laughs> I also wonder why you have... Yeah, we have to... Well, well you're a brake-checking asshole. Yeah. Hey! Yeah. I like brake-checking assholes. Yeah. Once recently, I was... Uh, I was trying to merge, and a bus was trying to prevent me from merging by, what? like, accelerating while I was accelerating. Yeah. And then it couldn't beat me, obviously, because it's a bus. It's a bus. So I merged in front of it. Yeah. And then the guy flashed his lights at me and uh, honked at me, yeah. and then I flipped him off. Yeah. And I was like, good job, bus driver. <laughs> yeah. You've just seen everyone, all your passengers just saw you, yeah. like get owned by like uh, an SUV and then get flipped off yeah. and like yeah nice you're an idiot yeah <laughs> someone else takes it I'm the driver now yeah <laughs> you've shown your incompetency as a bus driver and it's just it's just people's egos getting the best of them I think yep you know which wouldn't happen to cold hard computers absolutely not <laughs> yeah with they, with their high percentage yeah. logic from there that's why you know I like things that are cold and hard. Yeah, they're cold. And trustworthy. And That's trust- the three things. <laughs> cold and hard and trustworthy. Trustworthy. <laughs> I'm not talking about hot and hard. I'm talking about cold and hard. <laughs> I don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> <You're> like, what? 
Like the truth. It's the cold, hard truth. Oh, okay. Why do you think it's cold and hard? Cold and hard. Why? Yeah. No, I'm literally asking you. Why? Why, why, is, why it is it cold and hard? Why? It's what does that mean? <laughs> yeah. As opposed to warm and soft? Yeah. This is warm and warm soft. Warm and soft. Mm. Just nestle yourself in that warm, soft logic. Yeah. Does that, does that mean lies are warm and soft? Is that is that what it's... Yeah, is that you? The, this yeah, is warm, you. soft lies. Lies. Yeah. yeah. On your bed of warm, <laughs> warm bed of lies. Is that true? Yeah. Ooh. But I think everyone would agree that as humanity evolves, we all need to become colder and harder. <laughs> Mentally. <laughs> Zach went from all for the Ice Age. I was that like, what? I, yeah. Cold? Yeah. yeah. I was like, what? Cold, is my, if I'm running for... Congress. Yeah. Colder, harder, period. <laughs> Colder, harder, trustworthy. Yeah. Colder, harder, trustworthy. <laughs> the three principles you can you can rely on. Yeah. Woo. Damn. Mm-hmm. Alright, well. It's like ice. Ice is cold and hard. Is it trustworthy? It was soft when it was warm. Yeah. Liquid. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Nice. Is well, ice trustworthy? Is ice trustworthy? Well, I don't know, man. I get, ice mm. can slip you up. Yeah, no, it's not trustworthy, actually. Yeah. And it, it could break on you? Yeah, that's a good point. Because even if you are you have cold, hard logic, you could be evil. Yeah. So you're not necessarily Sometimes trustworthy. cold, hard, yeah, like, you know. I'm glad we clarified that so yeah. I don't go out into the world, <laughs> yeah. like, and make mistakes of trusting cold, hard people. Yeah, cold, hard people, yeah. Because, you know, you could also be lawful evil. Yeah. You could be lawful evil. Or sometimes lawful can you, good. Can't, can't be lawful evil? Yeah, you can. You can be lawful evil. I think lawful evil would okay. be Okay. Yeah. That's like the natural state of everyone. <laughs> Not only is the natural state of everyone. Yeah. Like you be, yeah. Means you follow the law. Yeah. You follow the rules, but you don't really care. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or no, I think you follow the rules, but you do it in like a... In like an evil manner. I, I think it's like a corrupt politician. Or a, yeah. That's what I would... Or like a corrupt... Police officer, something like that. Like, yeah, you, yeah. like you're selling student loans to people. Yeah, or no, I think, or even on the yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. What the fuck? Is it? <laughs> I'm just following the law. Right, the law like sucks, but you're still doing it. Yeah. But you're taking advantage of people. Yeah, you yeah. know, but it's not illegal. Uh, yeah. For sure. I do like ice better than water. <laughs> <laughs> We're going back to the ice thing. Yes, I cold hard. Yeah. Anyway, I think, yeah, this is, yeah. The, but it can be dangerous. It can, it can be dangerous, true. Well, logic can be dangerous. Yeah. Ice cold is cool. Ice cold. good. Ice cold is cool. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I'll think more about it. Okay. It's it's going to have to ruminate for a while yeah. before I, I get to the center of the coldness. <laughs> the in the center of this coldness. Okay. <laughs> well, we can save that for next episode, okay. but maybe this is a good time to cut All for right. this episode. Yeah. Cold and hard. Yeah. <laughs> Trustworthy. Cold hard ending. Cold, yeah, cold hard ending. <laughs> it's not a right soft here. ending. No, no, no. Not a warm, soft ending. Yeah. No, ending. it's a cold hard ending, which is we are stopping now. We are no, stopping. Just, yeah. <laughs> just, yeah, just, no, just that. Just, just that. Like, bam. Yeah. Like, we're stopping now. Yeah. Uh, but okay, anyway, we can. No, we can. Let's not do a cold ending. Yeah, we know. We can we, cold ending. Any, like, any last words or anything you want to say before we wrap up here? Oh, man. This was fun. No, this, um, no, this really was really fun. Lots yeah. of. Uh, Remembering good times. Yeah. And, uh, I, yeah, I don't talk, uh, actually, I don't talk with 
almost anybody who trains anymore. Oh, damn. You yeah. know? Well, it's been so long since we last talked. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, usually just, you know, watching UFCs with people getting annoyed at their comments. <laughs> yeah, see, that's, no, dude. I, I, right now, I can't imagine watching with normal people. I'd be like, why would I, why would I do that? It'd be like, yeah, I, it's like if we watch, I don't know, a movie entirely in Mandarin with people that don't know Mandarin. Yeah. I'd be like, what's the point? Yeah. Also, why are you here? Yeah. And why do you keep complaining about not understanding it? Yeah. You should take some time to yeah. learn what we're watching. Yeah. I I think the thing yeah that that struck me about the experience is just the kind of like that me and Pachola we still have this connection yeah from training together like it's been years really yeah, since we've seen each other but still there's that camaraderie and then talking about the other friends and characters that are at AMC I realize I still also have a connection with them and just like I don't think that will ever go away you know because it's sure. the experience well, big fans of you Rowan <laughs> yeah. Mary Poppins. <laughs> Rome's like, I'm I not that Mary Poppins. I'm, a, I'm just the appropriate sized fan that you want. <laughs> <The appropriate laughs> size, not, you not uncomfortably big, but like oh. not like shamefully small. <laughs> Rome's like, yeah, that's it. Time to call their career. Yeah, <laughs> three fights was good, but yeah, Rowan's one of those people as well. Just really cool and. Like, not just, you know, people who are wacky, but unique people in a really good way. Yeah, like, you know. Yeah, good people yeah. that you really wouldn't find anywhere else. Yeah. Yeah, like, it's a unique kind of set path or a unique yeah. kind of place, a meeting place, for sure. I think if yeah. you're thinking about tra- training MMA, you might find, and I think I found, like, some truth in about life and in life. You wouldn't some have found other facts, if you will. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I actually think these facts are more warm because they feel more human. Yeah, that's true. Just to be serious. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyhow, yeah, 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 yeah. Just really good human connections. Yes. Yeah. And it feels and like, like lasting connections. Yeah. yeah. And it feels like just a very human thing to learn about is the art or science of fighting. The art and science of fighting. Yes. Yeah. The art so, of science. Yeah, the art of science. <laughs> the science of art. Yeah. Well, as a man with a bachelor's art. Yes. <laughs> and what I've learned is um, science is more of an art, really. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the cold, hard war. And that's the cold, hard truth. Yeah. That's the cold, hard truth. Um, from the... Nice. Yeah. From my soft, warm heart. <laughs> Going up. <laughs> uh. All right, well, <laughs> thank you, Zach. Thanks, Thanks for showing Yeah, the, the, this has been great. Uh, thank you all for listening. Let's see. I guess, well, if you're listening this far, you can uh, like the podcast or whatever, however you're listening to this SoundCloud, Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts. You can. Uh, I have a Patreon. <laughs> you can send some money. I also have... Oh, also selling shirts on Spreadshirt. Look at my Spreadshirt. I'll spread your shirt. I'll spread Yeah, spread that shirt. <laughs> oh, spread, spread those shirts around. <laughs> yeah, I see why I see why Joe Rogan does his advertisements like separately. <laughs> yeah, spread those shirts all around. But yeah. Uh, yep. Buy, <laughs> buy a shirt. Spreadshirt. Prank Race Philosophy. Yep. Uh, yeah. Just buy shirts, spread shirts, spread shirts, spread those shirts. Cold and hard all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Bye, people.